Who was the most impressive rookie wide receiver in week one? We're talking about that player today on Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today is Crossover Thursday. Crossover Thursday is presented by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is so much fun and it's easy to play. No competing with other players, just you versus the projections. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. It can literally take less than 60 seconds to enter. It's that easy. We love Prize Picks and we know you do too. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? Going well, man. How are you? I'm good. It's game good, day. Good. We, yeah. We're starting week two today. We've got another good one. Uh, we were we were treated to the Bills and the Rams a week ago today. Now, later this evening, we get the Chiefs and the Chargers, a couple of the best offenses in the leagues. In the league, I'm ready for week two. I am too. I mean, it's come so fast. I mean, there's yeah. so much good action all that waiting, 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 and then it's just like, boom, let's go, and there's so much action. I mean, I, I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah, we talked about earlier in the week that uh, that week one, was, it was just such a weird week. We had some weird games. We had disappointing performances. We had enough uh, enough of that. We talked about panic yeah. players on Tuesday. We talked about Cam Akers and his plummeting dynasty value yesterday. We've, we we got to turn it around here. Yeah, let's get a little more positive, you know, right? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. We're talking about a player who was impressive in week one. And each Thursday here on Locked on Dynasty, we're going to do a rookie report. We're going to focus on a 2022 rookie uh, and kind of dig into an updated look at his his performance so far in the season, his dynasty value, and what we expect for that player going forward. So it'll be a little bit like our dynasty value study we did yesterday, uh, along with a mix of uh, those those rookie profiles that we did uh, during the offseason. So we'll kind of combine those and, and dig into that player and, and what we expect going forward. As I said, we're talking about a player who was impressive. I think he was the most impressive rookie receiver of week one, it's Jahan Dotson, Washington Commanders wide receiver, five foot eleven, 184 pounds. And you know, that size, Matt, coming into the coming into the uh the league this year, yeah. I think that size was kind of a knock against Dotson that there were there was some concern that could you know, could he really be a, a wide receiver one type player? Could he be a top target for his team? Uh, you look at his college career, he was a four-year player. You know, that alone is, is sometimes enough to turn off dynasty managers. If <laughs> right, if the right. player was not an early declare, uh, Dotson played all four years at Penn State. He did improve each season. His senior year, last last year was 
his best 91 catches over 1100 yards and and 12 touchdowns so i think the nfl it's fair to say the nfl definitely saw jahan dotson as a different type of player than dynasty managers did if we're going back to the off season the the uh, the draft season as if you were we just kind of discounted this guy from the start yeah, I, I felt like he's been slept on too much, and, and including through the draft process. Um, there was a run on wide receivers, but I was a little shocked that Dotson went as high as he did in the first round. Commanders obviously adored him. I think he pairs with Terry McLaurin to make a really good combination. Both have not great size, but they have toughness. They're route runners. They're physical for their size. You mentioned Dotson's size before, and he's not going to be a huge guy. He's not going to fill out to be... 200 pounder or anything like that but in today's NFL you can get away with being more of a space player but he's a really good contested catch guy and he has unusually long arms for a 5'11 player which really helps with his size situation too and he goes up and gets it he certainly does you mentioned the NFL draft let's talk a little bit about that because there was there was a surprise with just how early Jahan Dotson was drafted. Yeah. He was a player, and and it's it's easy to lose perspective of of this type of information, even though it was just a few months ago. He was a player that some were projecting as a possible first round pick. He certainly wasn't showing up in every first round mock. Uh, a, a guy who we thought could go late round one, maybe early round two, and you look at how the wide receivers fell. Uh, Drake London was the first receiver off the board, eight overall to the Falcons. That was kind of expected that he yeah. would be the first guy. Um, another surprise, or I'm sorry, actually Garrett Wilson was next, 10 overall to the Jets. Then the surprise, Chris Olave, uh, the Saints traded up for him to take him 11. Jamison Williams goes 12. And, and then the next guy off the board, fifth, fifth wide receiver off the board, is Jahan Dotson in the middle of the first round. And yeah, that that was a surprise, a clear need for Washington with with really just Terry McLaurin and and not much else. I know Curtis Samuel had a nice week one, but obvious obviously uh, receiver was a big need for this team. Um, And McLaurin wasn't signed at that point, too. You know, you got to you didn't know that there was a contract definitely in the works. Very true. Um, You know, I, I said that. Dynasty players like to uh, factor that early declare versus fo- uh, being a four-year player into the uh, into the evaluation, into the uh, look at the player. We also like to factor draft capital in, right? That's a huge piece of oh, it. Yeah. And this is a guy who was a mid-first rounder that was, you know, I won't say ignored, but certainly, as I said, discounted, pushed down the board. And eventually we would see multiple guys who were drafted ahead of him uh, or I'm sorry, drafted behind him, picked ahead of him in rookie drafts. So, Mm -hmm. again, just a a player we haven't seemed to buy into. I think that's starting to change after what we saw in week one, though. Yeah. And all the preseason reports, camp reports were glowing out of Washington. Um, Yeah. the Steelers picked 20th, and, and on my Steelers show that we do, my, my co-host and I went back and forth many times leading up to the draft. Like, would you take Dotson at 20? Hmm, seems a little early. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Don't know. But since then, I've talked to several people around the league, not necessarily even Steeler people, that all said, 
we weren't that shocked. You know, we think he's very safe. Maybe he's not an NFL number one when it's all said and done, but he's a real solid two, and very few people thought that he had bust potential. Yeah, and that's that's a big piece of it. That's very important yeah, yeah. as well. We'll continue our look at Jahan Dotson. We'll talk about his current dynasty value, how he's done so far uh, in, his, in his very short career so far, and what to expect from Jahan Dotson in the future. There's a really cool service out there, Toro, that I'm just learning about along with you guys. They're a new sponsor. Toro is the world's largest car-sharing marketplace. With Toro, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget. Book an SUV or a minivan for a family road trip. A pickup truck for some errands or even test drive an EV. Uh, Every trip is backed by liability insurance, terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Ditch boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com. Yeah, Matt, Turo is, is actually a great service. This is this is uh, just a little bonus plug here. Yeah. Uh, I was out in uh, in Phoenix for the NFL draft uh, this past uh, past spring, and we actually used Turo to to get our yeah get our car and, and drive around Phoenix and hang out with uh, hang out with the guys as we watched uh, the NFL draft and all of that unfold. So cool. uh, that. That is a, uh, a fitting segue to keep talking about the NFL draft and one of the players that was a first rounder there. Uh, of course, it's Jahan Dotson, 16th pick in the first round. And I, I kind of mentioned this. We didn't see his value change really at all, right? I mean, he was a guy who was viewed coming into the NFL draft. And if you look back at those pre-draft uh, rookie mocks or or actual actual rookie drafts that were taking place. He was a late first rounder, early second rounder, and then despite being drafted in the middle of the first, we didn't seem to care. His yeah. ADP his ADP ended up being one point eleven, the eleventh pick in the first round. He was behind Traylon Burks, who was drafted behind him. He was behind Sky Moore who was a, a day two pick. He was behind Christian Watson, who was a day two pick. Uh, and it hasn't, it hasn't taken long for that to feel like a bad decision. At or least a bargain. For, yeah, <laughs> if you got uh, him, right. Exactly. A bargain. If you were able to snag him in the late first, or maybe even in the second round. Um, what is it about the player? Maybe it's the play style. Maybe it's the, perceived lack of upside what is it that that caused us just to i don't know just to ignore this kind guy of ignore almost. him right i think landing spot was unflattering to the masses you know okay nobody likes the, the the taste in their mouth that wentz gave them leaving indy you know i didn't think that's what, what people were hoping for i think people looked at him and thought at best dotson's a two on his team and you know he's not a big He's not a big-bodied guy, so probably doesn't you know project to have a dozen touchdowns. I think we're just kind of wrong. He's just really good at football. He's a separator. You know, he he absolutely translates today's NFL really well. So I think a lot of people missed the boat, and by no means would I take him after Watson, Burks, or probably Sky Moore either. Yeah, yeah. Value is changing already. Yeah. Uh, for. Um, 
for Jahan Dotson. Let's take a look at that value. Current Dynasty ranking. Again, this is from Dynasty League Football. He's the wide receiver 41. Uh, so Darnell Mooney, Mike Williams, George Pickens, all directly ahead of Jahan Dotson. Uh, Chase Claypool, Christian Kirk, DeAndre Hopkins are behind him. If we're assuming he's going to be a riser, Matt, how high can he go? Does he automatically go ahead of Pickens, Williams, and Mooney, the three guys I just mentioned? Mooney doesn't add up to me. Like, I would rather have Dotson. Mooney would be behind Williams, Pickens, and Dotson for me. I think Mooney's a two. I think Dotson's going to be every bit as good a player as Mooney, if not better. Um, so, I don't know that he'll pass Pickens. Pickens may have a rough year and his stock may go down. I mean, in terms of just pure production. But I want Williams and Pickens still over Dotson. Mooney, to me, isn't in that conversation. All right, some other players. Let's see how high we can push Jahan Dotson here. Uh, Keenan Allen, 37. Sky Moore, a guy we've already talked about, is 36. Allen Robinson, Brandon Ayuk, Amari Cooper, Juju Smith-Schuster is 32. So maybe that's a more reasonable spot for yeah. Jahan Dotson. The early, over Amari. Yeah, the early 30 range. Yeah, um, that's a good neighborhood. Yeah, Traylon Burks is 25, by the way. Not for me. Yeah, not for me either. Not for me either. Uh, so we could we could see Jahan Dotson rising as much as 10 spots in in dynasty rankings and, and ADP typically follows that. So uh, certainly a player on the rise. Uh, you kind of mentioned this earlier, Matt, but if looking back, he, he's drafted by Washington middle of the first round and, and then really all of the off season news, all of the blurbs we saw, all of the beat writer reports were very positive about Jahan Dotson. Uh, he was projected by a beat writer to be a starter for Washington as early as, as may they were calling him the starter. And again, looking at that depth chart, that's no surprise. It's, it's Terry McLaurin, Terry McLaurin and, and very little else there. So, uh, I'm kind of enamored with Curtis Samuel and the Nami Browns there. I mean, we kind of liked him a year ago. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Samuel is definitely a guy who has uh, who's been kind of a favorite of the dynasty community, mm-hmm. fantasy community. But um, he's had his chances, and oh. not to say he's you know he's done in the league or anything. But I'm just saying it's it's not a stretch to project your first round receiver to be a starter with that depth chart coming into the year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Samuel's not exactly the most reliable fellow in the world either. True. True. Uh, Terry McLaurin did miss some, uh, I don't think he missed any training camp, but he did miss some OTAs uh, as he was sitting out and and working on that new deal. Uh, And there were some positive reports that Carson Wentz and, and Jahan Dotson were kind of building that rapport then that, that Dotson was already turning into uh, his a top target type of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And again, just really praised throughout training camp. Still, that wasn't enough for us to give him, uh, uh, maybe the, the value that he, that he really deserved at that point in week one. This is, this is where the value turns around. We finally see it on the field. We believe it when we see it. He plays the second most snaps for Washington, 68 out of 77 total snaps. Ran the second most routes. He ran 40 of those. 
had five targets, caught three of them for 40 yards, and most importantly, and what really has our attention, two touchdowns from Carson Wentz. So that's what has us talking about Jahan Dotson. Matt, what do you expect going forward for Jahan Dotson? Does he continue to improve and and kind of prove us dynasty managers wrong? Uh, what's the ceiling for this guy? I, I don't like the box score scout because in a way – his fantasy points were better than his real production because he had two big touchdowns, obviously, and that's only one game. But that being said, I don't know if it'll it happen in the first half of this season. Like most rookies, I'm sure there'll be some ups and downs, and that's not exactly the most consistent franchise in the league either. But I think by this time next year, he's an every-week starter, wide receiver, high-end wide receiver three type. That sounds pretty good, and, and yeah, that kind of right. lines up with with where we saw his his value ending up um, or, or settling in here. Matt, when we return, we're going to sneak in a couple more rookies that we want to talk about based on what we saw or didn't see in week one. I've been telling you guys about betonline.net for a while now. That's my only source you know, in terms of placing bets. Hit it hard this weekend. Did really well. Um, They're definitely your number one source for all pro and college football betting needs and sports information as well this season. Find out all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news. They even have podcasts. Um, So BetOnline's got a ton of stuff to offer you. They're also your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in all your favorite sports and events, boxing, golf, MMA, of course, baseball, basketball, etc., etc., anything you want. Uh, head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Matt, we talked Jahan Dotson. We kept it positive with him, but I've, I've got to ask you about a few other players who uh, were not so impressive in week yeah. one. Um, we, we talked about some panic players of the, the high-end variety, some superstars that we've been counting on. But what about these rookies? Let me ask you about, let's start with Zamir White in Vegas. Zamir White was active. Uh, I guess officially in week one, but uh, yeah, did did not see the field. It was uh, it was Josh Jacobs and Brandon Bolden. We saw a little bit of Amir Abdullah. Um, we're gonna have to be patient with Zamir White. I think. I think, but Jacobs, I don't think will be a Raider a year from now. I think White's a pretty good talent. Um, I'm sure Josh McDaniels has some Belichick make the rookies earn it. Do we trust them in protection? Those type of things. So the middle of the season might look a lot different for White than it does now. I think I'd be trying to buy him at ADP even after one bad week, and people might be soured on him a little bit. Okay. A couple of uh, running backs. We knew these guys would be backups. We didn't necessarily know how far down the depth chart they were. Uh, but we found out on Sunday because these two guys were both healthy scratches, both inactive. We're talking about Tyler Algier in Atlanta. I mean, he was even getting some some redraft buzz that maybe yeah, he yeah. he could be the starter, and, and obviously he 
could still end up in that role. Uh, but he was a healthy scratch for the Falcons. And for the Chargers, of course, uh, it's Isaiah Spiller, who yeah. did not have a great preseason or, or camp. He ends up as a healthy scratch as well. If you're just picking between those two, which one do you want? Spiller, I guess. I thought he was the better football player in college. Had a little more pedigree. Maybe has a little higher upside. I know he didn't test great. Neither one's a great tester. But both these guys, both these teams, have grabbed a veteran. Most likely, you know, most recently, the Chargers get Sony Michelle. That's not a ring endorsement for the rookie. Yeah, yeah. That I think the Sony Michelle uh, signing just. Uh, yeah, yeah, I won't say it destroyed Isaiah Spiller, uh, his value, but it, it definitely didn't help it. And, and uh, if you were counting on anything from him as a rookie, you might be waiting a while for that. Uh, in in Tyler Algier's case, we did see uh, Damian Williams, veteran running back, suffer a week one injury. He left that game pretty early. Uh, we'll see what that injury looks like, but if he misses time, uh, that should uh, that should give Algier a chance at least at a uh, an active game day hat, spot, yeah, right. right? Exactly. Uh, one other guy, and this is, I mean, as 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 if this team didn't have a, enough bad news and, and kind of negative negativity surrounding them. Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Jalen Tolbert was a healthy scratch as well. I mean. Listen, they had two guys I've never heard of in out there <laughs> yeah. catching passes and Jalen Tolbert, uh, despite James Washington being hurt and Michael Gallup being hurt, he could not get on the field. And now with Dak Prescott out, I'm not sure it even matters. Is, is Jalen, I mean, is Jalen Tolbert just a wasted second or third round dynasty pick? I hope not. Cause I thought he's a pretty quality prospect. I thought he'd be more valuable than a, James Washington, you know, who also hasn't seen the field, which is why we have a bunch of guys we've never heard of. Um, but Gallup's still out there. He's going to come back soon, and that's not going right. to help Tolbert's cause at all. I was a little shocked reading about the, the, the Cowboy receiver situation before they played a real game that it sounded like the plan, or at least the practice reps, were Lamb on the outside, Tolbert in the slot. And I didn't really think he had the quickness that I wanted for the slot or the size and physicality to be a power slot. So I wonder if he just doesn't really have a fit right now. Yeah, Tolbert is also uh, on the older side for a rookie. He is already 23 years old. Uh, so if you're looking at him as a, a guy who may need a red shirt year and he's not contributing anything uh, until maybe he's 24, not not ideal, you know. I mean, even um, uh, even Christian Watson is, is in a similar spot, also yeah. already twenty three years old. So uh, we'll see if uh, we'll see if Jalen Tolbert can get on the field and make any kind of impact. Yeah, the ship can pass you by qu pretty quick, you know, especially for those guys. And I think this was true for Spiller and Algier, and it was it was also true, definitely, for Davis Price, who was inactive. Yep. They just don't trust them on special teams. So if you're not a core special teamer at that point and you're not a starter, well, the coaching staff has no use for you on game day. Yeah, very good point. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. 
It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. That is it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to the Locked On Dynasty YouTube channel. And remember to follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan, MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.